What up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to Millionaire Voices, episode number 15. Today, I get to interview the one and only Jason Stone. He's a serial entrepreneur, and he's the founder of his Millionaire Mentor Instagram page that has over 7 million followers, and also the founder of Treadstone Performance, a company that he built from college days that's still in business today. He teaches us how he created his following, some tips on creating a social media presence, and the story of Jason Stone, how he's become so successful in the world of business today. Tune on in right now, Millionaire Voices. What up, what up? Welcome back to Millionaire Voices, episode number 13. Today, I have the honor of interviewing Jason Stone. He's the owner and founder of Millionaire Mentor and Treadstone Sports and I'll get that right one day. <laughs> Performance Engineering Inc. All right. So that's for the sake. That's a long one. Um, I'll leave it in there. We'll leave it in there. <laughs> I'm so excited to interview Jason today because he's been an inspiration to me. Because you guys will find out shortly that he has millions of followers on Instagram. And he's created an amazing life for himself. He's even invited us to his home. So I really appreciate that. So without further ado, welcome to Millionaire Voices, Jason Stone. Millionaire Voices. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, it's just an amazing view, guys. This like, is what, what better to do an interview than 60 floors up in one of the most prestigious buildings in Miami. So, well, it's it really glad to have you here. Yeah, and it, uh, thanks for having us. It's uh, you know, this show has been a dream of mine because I'm a big believer in high performance people where they know that they're going to go big in this life, but they have a certain mentality and work ethic and all these secrets. I feel like that <clears> you created this type of life for yourself, and it's pretty much why I look for individuals that I feel like. A lot of people can learn from. So, you know, how I start the show usually is I kind of like to start from the beginning of your life of like, how, you know, where do you come from? Where, where were you born? And um, yeah. so taking it way back, uh, I always kind of have this story that I start with, like I, I was raised in a trailer park, like literally I come from nothing, lower middle class family. My parents, uh, that's all they knew was work, 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 work. My dad worked for the state, full time job got the benefits, you know, very little. I remember seeing his paycheck with the 18 cent raises, the 15 cent raises. And my mom worked for, uh, she was a nurse. And, uh, you know, they, they both did all right. We were able to go on vacations once a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got out of the trailer park, moved into a nice little house in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. So I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, my sister was a few years older than me. She's a little bit learning disabled. So it was rough growing up. It was, uh, you know, the problems with the family. It was kind of like dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then my, my sister actually still lives with my parents right now. Wow. Uh, so fast, fast forwarding to, you know, to college years, yeah. I was actually forced to go to college. I'm like, my parents couldn't afford it. I wasn't going to pay for it. You know, working a job to go to college, that just doesn't happen. And, you know, that, that, that's a lot of work, guys. Like, so I wouldn't recommend paying for college if you, if you go to college. Like, I believe that a lot of the money I spent that my grandfather was actually handing me down the money. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't my parents that paid for it. My grandfather said, Hey, gave it to her daughter, my daughter which is my mom, said, send your son to college. He is gonna be a bright soul. Like like this is money for him. Mm-hmm. So she saved the money. Uh, I went to school for mechanical engineering, Akron University, Ohio. And I actually took my good old time to go to college. I wasn't even allowed to stay on campus because my older uh, my uncle was in a frat. Mm-hmm. And that was my sister's brother. 
and she got a taste of what it's like to be in a frat. And she was like, Jason, you're not being in a frat. So I went to college. I had to commute 45 minutes back and forth to college every day. Oh, wow. I spent about five and a half years of my life going to college. And, and you know, I like to ask you on, on this note, and, and I don't mean to just go back to the first part of this, your story is I'm curious and others is like, <clears throat> you know, people come from those beginnings and they, they stay there, you know. Was there some types of values like that you saw that hey, I never want to be like this or like what, what yeah. key childhood there, there was, lessons? Uh, I don't know if it was a childhood lesson. Uh, it was it was when I was going to college mm-hmm. where it, it all hit me because you know you have your friends from high school. And they get out of high school and it's like none of my friends went to college. Mm-hmm. They all just start stayed living paycheck to paycheck, working at a gas station, working this odd end jobs, getting back paycheck to paycheck, and. I saw that and I'm like, well, I was during college, I had to take a co-op job mm-hmm. in college where I was forced to actually get a taste of what the corporate world was like. You know, I had my odd and end jobs. I was a dishwasher. I worked in the produce department. And that was about it. Like maybe sold candy at school. Mm-hmm. I was one of the guys, you know, hustling, selling candy in oh, middle okay. school. So the entrepreneur was in me. Yeah, it was always in me from, from early on. Uh, so I got a taste of the corporate world and that's what really flipped it for me. Like. Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to go to college, get a job? Because that's what we were taught for to be as young, you know, go to college, get a job and then work for 40 years and then retire with an IRA and a little pension. IRA, like I'm not putting my money in an IRA. Like it's like chump change. I'd rather have my money work for me. Anyways, we'll get to back to that investment strategies. But it was during my commute to the corporate world. Like I had to commute to college. 45 minutes, and then I had to commute to a work. Like one semester I had to take for a corporate, corporate world job. And driving 45 minutes to work, eating up at 6 a.m., that was the rat race. That was the, the rat race that I did not want to be in. And back then, we didn't have a CD player. I had a cassette player in my car. I didn't, didn't have a cell phone. So I'm here, like, just on the steering wheel, just hating life with road rage and traffic, mm. bumper to bumper. I'm like, this is when I, I just got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. I'm not going to work for the man when I get out of college. So it was during those commutes, I saw some opportunities of a repo option mm. on my way to college. I would see this repo option. I'm like all these cars, mean something. I was, I'm a car guy. So I like to make cars go fast. And that's the story about Treadstone. But being a car guy, I'm like, I want a new car. I want to like get into cars. I know about cars. I'm an engineer. I know it. I can work with cars in my hand. I can change the tire, change the oil. Um, so then I saw the repo option. I, I went in there one time and I'm like, all right, how do I get the bid on a car? So I signed up to become an auction and you're allowed to like flip 10 cars a year without needing a dealer's license. So I flipped 10 cars a year. And I started out with a $500 beater at the auction. Picked it up, 500 bucks, drove it around for a couple of weeks while I was selling it, sold it for a thousand. Did it again, bought a car for a thousand dollars. Drove it around for a little bit, sold it, made 500 profit. Again, I was just trying to get $500 profit each flip. And each flip was a little bit more money. Maybe I got into $1,000 profit. And I did that for like a year or two. And uh, and this is your college years you're talking <clears throat> about? Yeah, during college. So it's funny. I was a used car salesman. <laughs> yeah, and it's so cool because you got that drive. And and then you, you saw you got a little bit of momentum, it sounded like. Where you're like, oh, you got a little taste. This is... I'm making my own money. I'm, just, I'm not working for anybody. I'm working for yeah. myself. And it, you, the freedom kind of like mm-hmm. that fire, that's kind of, I think that happened to me in my, my journey thus far. 
saying, oh, wow, you can control your destiny. And, you know, so college, you said you finished up. And then what was your next move from there? Well, also in college, there was also the other side hustle is how Treadstone Performance was born. Okay. So during these cars, these different cars, I would like to, I would go after the cars like the Fast and the Furious cars, like the Mitsubishi Eclipse or the all-wheel drive cars or the cars with the turbo on them because that was my niche. I like fast cars. I would go to the racetrack with the new car. I'd put parts on this car and I was buying parts online, putting them on the car, going to the racetrack and having fun. Um, we're actually going K1 Speedway this Saturday. You want to come? We're going to race some go-karts. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. oh the one on Sterling? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that being a hobby and a passion of mine, I was like, okay, so I'm spending all this money on car parts that I'm making from selling cars. How can I make a business out of what I'm doing, out of what I love, out of a passion? So I was very fortunate enough to be able to start a business from a hobby and a passion of mine. And that's how Treadstone Performance was bought up. Um, form. Uh, I would buy the parts. I'm like, okay, so let me, if I can buy this part, let me try to figure out how to get it wholesale, a little cheaper, or let me buy it in bulk, or let me figure out who the manufacturer is. So I'm calling up the manufacturers of these parts. I'm like, hey, can I get quantity discounts? Or I'd find a part, I, Alibaba back in the day, I'd find parts on Alibaba that I saw online selling for 10 times the amount of money. I'm like, I could just get it straight from China on this website, which back then, this website was complete secret. If you knew about Alibaba 20 years ago, you were ahead of the game. Wow. That's so cool. And yeah. you knew it. And I, and I found out about this website about sourcing all these car parts from China. And that's where all par- car parts come from. Even Ford, Chrysler, GM, they all get the parts from China. So you, got, so you pretty much did your research. And, and I guess for people learning from someone, it's like you went and, and like just immersed yourself in the game it sounds like and you figured yeah. out like hey what besides the a minus b equals you know my profit how can i get it like you started digging in and that's kind of where you found like the gold meaning alibaba and some other things so then you started wholesaling those products i mean you get a cheaper yeah. price mm-hmm. and then creating a business out of it yep that's when i created the first business i incorporated treadstone i think it was stone engineering when i first incorporated mm-hmm. that that changed i'm like i need a catchy name even stone stone's cool Pretty cool name. But then I, I'm like, I was watching the Bourne Identity movies, and they have what's called the Treadstone Project. Jason Bourne, Jason Stone, Bourne, Treadstone. I put the two and two together. I'm like, that's how the name was Bourne, Treadstone Performance. That is badass. So that company's still alive and well. Yep. And I guess we 20 years. 20 years, two making. decades. Yeah. God, God bless and congratulations to that. And, you know, People who, you know, can research you themselves to learn about a little bit who you are. I guess that's maybe we could speed up into the businesses if you'd like to discuss. And maybe we'll stay on Treadstone right now. Where is it today? So I left being active CEO at Treadstone when I got into social media. That was about seven years ago. Seven years ago. So before social media and Millionaire Mentor, it was just 100% focused Treadstone. And that was a good... 13 years. So I focused on one plan until success was focused on, I think focus, you break it down, focus on, uh, I forgot the acronym, but it focused on one thing until successful, focus. And that's what allowed me to become a millionaire is I gave it all my God, like all my effort went into one business and 
I had goals in that business. I set goals every single month. I wanted to come out with a new product, new product every month. That was the goal. Research and development, new, tur- new turbos, new cars, new systems, new products, and did that for 13 years. So you guys can provide all that to vehicles today. All yep. those things you talk about, all those different parts, still available. You're just not. You're, you're just one of the owners, and yeah. you have a, a data. How many employees in that company? Uh, we've got ten. Yeah, seven to ten ish. You know, when I left the business, it just stayed stagnant. Okay. Like, I wish I could duplicate myself, put myself back in the business, uh, or hire someone that was either smarter than me, could do better than me. But I've never really, like, it just runs like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And the guys there, they're, they're a loyal group of guys. I trust them with my life. I trust them with all the cash. They, they go to the bank. They handle everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just a blessing that I'm able to step away and, you know, the business to run like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, and I want people to realize, you know, he, you know, Jason, which we'll dig in soon, is he has multiple businesses. So you don't, you know, I love the acronym, and we'll get it for you guys, the focus on until you're successful, because if you get distracted and whatnot, you might not reach your goals. And, and I respect that a lot, that you did that, because I know I know what it takes to just narrow the focus. So like, you, everybody looks at what I do now, and they, they try to do everything as well. But guys, like... You're not going to be successful. Become a millionaire with one thing. And I, I tell people, get out there, try to and fail at different things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you'd sometimes you hear, you hear the word, like, go after your passion. Well, how do you know what you're passionate about unless you don't try different things? I mean, it's cool when you can combine a hobby and a passion into a business, which I was fortunate. Enough. But some people did still know where I don't, they don't have a passion. So I tell people, get out there, try new things, test, tune. And don't try to do it all. Try to focus. Like, don't give up after failure. Most people give up. They, they fail. They go through this loop. Oh, this shiny object. This shiny object. They're like, yes, I can do that. And then they get down to desperation. Well, this is a lot harder than it thinks. And then they quit. They go back. New shiny object. Yes, I can do that. I see someone else making a million dollars. Oh, it takes a lot of work. Oh, let me give up and try something else. And they go wow. through this, like, this loop of... Just and, and you think it's just that one part when they when they don't see the success right away, yeah. the people just have to keep going or surround yourself with syndrome. yeah or surround yourself <clears throat> with good mentors or advisors so that you don't get burnt out and defeated that easy or just not ready for it yet. That's why when someone told me first, um, who's you know worth well over nine figures, he said, Danny, you know when you're ready for money, a lot of money will be ready for you. And I think that quote kind of resonated with me because you'll be prepared for that. A lot of people just chase after the money and they make the quick buck and then they get to go on to the next one, the next quick buck, next quick buck. But if you focus on something, you're passionate about it and you're excited, like if you're not excited to wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. then you're doing the wrong thing. Wow. If you don't wake up with excitement to jump out of bed, to start your day, start your morning routine, head to the meetings, you're doing the wrong thing. Well, thanks for saying that. And it leads me to, I mean, You've created a huge business online. I feel like you were, you've been a huge inspiration to me on Instagram platform. I know you're on all different social medias now. But you said about seven years ago when you kind of took that yeah. lane. What was it that made you want to go that direction? Okay, okay. Jumping into the story of how Million Mentor was born. Uh, it was born out of adversity. Mm-hmm. I tell the story all the time. It's out there in, in every interview, but I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up, make it quick. Is we had some personal accounts on Instagram in 2014. My wife had about 10,000 followers. I had 2,500 followers. 
And we went out of town to Disney, took the kids out, and the house was robbed. Everything gone, all the designer, all the, you know, a couple of nice watches at the time. And I knew it was an inside job because they cut the power to the house. They knew what they're doing. The alarms only have 24-hour backup. Cut the power the first day. I got an alarm notification from Vivid, like, oh, the power's been cut. I'm like, oh, just a power search. The power will go back on. Me not thinking about it, not double-checking, not you know, what's going on. I should have called. Anyways, come back from Orlando. The door is cracked open. And I'm like, oh, shit. This isn't good. I walked in. All the drawers were open. Things were all over. Every single drawer in the whole house was, oh like, opened. And everything was gone. Like, wife's purses, shoes. And uh, the first thing I did was, like, ran to my desk. I had, like, I had cash in there. And I had, I had a gun. Um, a gun safe. Opened the gun safe. Because they didn't take the gun safe. Because I think I had an alarm on it. And I'm fucking walking through my house like this. Are they still here? I'm like 007 rolling around on the floor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wasn't rolling around. But I was scared. I was scared. And then the, the cash was still there. They, they fumbled some papers. At the cash stayed. And I'm like. <laughs> um, so then uh, the reason Million Mentor was born, I, I deleted our social media. I said, fuck social media. I'm not deleting. We're getting off Instagram. We're closing down our Facebook group. And that's it. Like social media got us robbed. We were devastated. We had to move out the house, try to move into. This is why we live in condos. Feel safe. You know, the security, one door in, one door out. <laughs> um, and then so the accounts, we, we were off social media for about two weeks. Okay. Two weeks it lasted. And I got the itch. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so let me think of how, what am I going to do? My, my boy was showing me his results of his social media and what he was doing. And he was selling diet plans. He was like one of the first guys on Instagram to sell $100 diet plans. And he was doing $2,000 a day. He showed me his PayPal account. We were at the club. He's like, yeah, bro, look at this. $2,000 I made today. I didn't do shit. I sent out a couple emails. And <laughs> you like, guys know someone like that. <laughs> I'm like, what? Because like, this guy's ripped. He's jacked. He works out. He shows people supplements. People are going to be drawn to him. I'm like, all right, so you're growing an audience in the fitness industry and in the supplement. And you're, you're posting your supplements telling people what to take, giving people fitness advice. All right, all right, I got to do something. I got to, I got to, I, I see an opportunity here on Instagram to do something if you can just get the right audience and the right amount of followers. So that's when I'm like, all right, what do I name this account? And I started, I started, I was under 30. I was like millionaire under 30. I'm like, no, that's too cliche. That's too whack. Uh, mentor I, I was trying to use the word mentor motivation mentor and then this millionaire mentor i'm like okay let's run with millionaire mentor and then here we are today no <laughs> yeah, yeah that's simple right that's all you gotta do guys <laughs> so um i started just I, I saw like the quotes on instagram a lot of people just doing these black and white quotes inspirational posts and then i saw a bunch of luxury accounts lots of luxury paid like the was billionaires club was back then yeah. A lot of different luxury pages. I'm like, let me see if I can mash the two together. Like, what entrepreneur doesn't like luxury shit and also need to be motivated and inspired? So I started taking the luxury picks and putting these black and white quotes over them, put two together. And I was like, one of the first to ever really do that. And there was only a handful of accounts back then, maybe a dozen. We all got together and we collaborated and just what, what's called like these network hubs, what you see today is like, I'll shout you out, shout out, shout out. I like you, you like me, like my picks and let's like build our accounts together. So we built accounts up 
and uh, I, I just wanted to be the biggest and the baddest in the group. And, I, and then I started investing money into it, but probably invested a hundred thousand dollars back then to just to get to a million followers. I'm like, let me. Well, I started investing because, and this is where the light bulb clicked. My first, uh, I sold the shout out for twenty bucks. Like I think I had a hundred, two hundred thousand followers. Someone paid me twenty dollars to mention their account. I'm like. Wow, this is the easiest $20 I've ever made. All I got to do is make a post, tag them, and go throughout my day. It took a minute. $20 in one minute. What's that What's that per hour? <laughs> times 60, 1,200. Somewhere around there. Um, so I'm like, okay, so if I had more followers, I can charge more dollars to mention people. So that light bulb went off. I'm like, I just need to get more followers. How can I get more followers? And then it started strategies, different posts, different videos. So I was probably one of the first person to put a video on Instagram when the video launched. I'm like, all right, videos out, doing all videos, um, motivational videos, inspirational videos. You know, you got, you got Wolf of Wall Street, putting money <laughs> on the boat. Uh, those are some of those videos we did. And then we curate any, anytime a new feature on Instagram came out, we were on it, we used it and you know, we were just grew. You grew tremendously. How many, how many followers are you guys at right now? We grow 20,000 followers a day. We lose about 10,000. So we average out about seven to eight organic growth. Mm. So I haven't paid a cent in years to grow it. It's just all organic. And it's the more you post, the more you grow. Consistency. If we don't post, we won't grow. So that's a little tip for you guys. Don't think about perfecting your post. Think about the quantity that goes out there. The more you post, the more you post on social media, the more you go live, the more you do reels, the more you do feed, the stories, that's how you grow. I guess on this topic, I mean, maybe, you know, do you have any more tips you want to throw out there for us? <laughs> tips. Um, that is, uh, you know, on the Instagram yeah, or give, the social media world? Give engagement in order to get it. You want people commenting on your stuff? You got to go out there and comment as well. You got to go out there and like people's photos. You got to go out there and get notice. For you to get noticed because if you're not active why would people be active with your profile when people are commenting on your profile respond back those are your engaged audience develop a connection with your engaged audience the people that are not commenting or not like who cares grow a tribe because it's better to have a thousand followers that love you trust you like you than a million followers that you're not connected with mm. no thank you for that uh i'll, I'll take those tips uh, right after this show so i appreciate it i hope <laughs> you guys do too so it's been it's been an amazing journey for you thus far. I mean, so let's talk a little bit more business with this account. How we talked about some ways to monetize. You give uh, someone a shout out, and they could pay you for a post. I'm sure at this level, it's way more than twenty dollars. <clears throat> yeah, um, which you know, rightfully so. What other ways are you creating? And what other? I know you've talked about programs before. What are you doing with the business model? With so that, with this, the second business model is what's called affiliate marketing. I got my taste of affiliate marketing. This guy was paying me for shout outs. He was paying me like a hundred bucks at the time. He's like, why don't I not pay you? And I'll give you 50% of the revenue that comes in. I'm like, all right, let's try it. Well, I got to lose. Uh, so we posted him for a week. I went on stories. I said, what's up? This guy's selling this course. It was a, how to be a freelancer and do freelancer work with websites, SEO, and how to, you know, a business opportunity to become a freelancer. So we did, we posted, he gave me all the social media content, told me what to say, told me what to write, how we designed the pictures. 
one week, I think we, we sold $15,000 worth of products. He handed me a check for $7,500. I'm like, this is the easiest $7,500 I've ever made. <laughs> Another light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, all right, let's double down because I really see an opportunity here that I can make a lot, a lot of money if I had more followers. So that's when I just, I'm all in. I'm all in on Instagram. We got to grow. We got to build. We got to do affiliate marketing. And I started taking different affiliate offers here, different this offer, this offer. I started having all these companies actually bombard me with offers. Hey, you know, here's acting. That's another, the third third business model of Instagram and the Millionaire Mentor umbrella is companies give me equity to partner with them instead of paying me for shout outs, thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for shout out. Hey, just here's some equity. Wow, here have some of my business endorse it. So endorsements of businesses and get, getting equity stake companies. Huge. Yeah. And that's the direction you guys are moving in. Uh, also, yeah, yeah. Th there's a lot of business. There's a lot of business I've got into that I've promoted and failed. There's some businesses that are skyrocketed. So I got to be careful with what I promote and endorse as well as, uh, you know, so back to the affiliate model, you know, we've done like $15 million in affiliate sales. Probably more. I, I stopped counting a couple of years ago. Yeah, I want to make sure I heard that. You said fifteen million. Fifteen million in sales. So I don't get all that. Obviously, twenty-five to fifty percent of that went to me. The rest goes to marketing and budget and the other guy. That's so cool. And, and so you're putting your foot on the pedal. This is this is you're going to keep on going yeah. with this for a while. Yeah, so right right now my focus, I've kind of put the foot off the pedal for affiliate offers and I've focused on one offer mm -hmm. and that's I Am Mastery Academy. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? It's pretty so interesting. So I Am Mastery Academy is, is an umbrella company that houses different academies and that's what I've been doing. I've been selling academies for the last six, seven years as an affiliate. I'm like, this company has multiple academies. You got ECX, which is the e-commerce academy, teaching people how to do Shopify. You got FRX, which is teaching people about the foreign exchange. You got DCX, which is teaching people about cryptocurrencies. You have HFX, which is teaching people about high frequency trading, binary options. And uh, there's many more academies to come, like real estate, taxes, business. It's a membership, one time yeah. fee. How's it work? Membership. So it's membership. a monthly membership. You pay $175 a month to be in the, uh, the academies. You get to pick one, whatever academy. And we have a community of about 2,500 people around the world. We call ourselves Empowering Leaders Team LFG, and we're growing. And that that is going to be the most lucrative offer. I think this is the biggest opportunity I will have with this account ever. That's beautiful. Yeah, this this company, this 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 business, it can pay millions a month in residual income. Are you one of the founder? I mean, I'm sorry, one of the partners of that company too, or just a partner? Uh, shit, no, it's not even. It's, it's just, I'm just an affiliate. Yeah, just a con it's a contract, it's a ninety nine yeah. contract. Company's been on company's been around for seven years. I wish I would have got in earlier. Yeah. That's badass, man. It's uh so in the social media world, I know there's some people that you know that how you say how you created your account that was so I I've been following you since I don't know how many years, probably like six years since you started it. And you know, I've been so inspired by you, I feel like I manifested I'm sitting next to you. So it's <laughs> definitely an amazing opportunity for myself. It's like is the social media world, you know, obviously, oh, it's so fake or, or, you know, there's, where's the realness? Like, I know there's so much connections you made through this. Like, what do you feel like for social media and experience and just what's going on there? Is it all Fugazi, Fugazi? Like the, fake, the fake gurus? 
I'm just curious about like what your take is on like all your experience in the social media. Are you is it do you love it? Is it creating like the relationships that you've yeah. never had? I would think it's it's fostering relationships that I never would have had because of the social network. And that's what we do, we network. Your network is your net worth. So I'm able to meet people from all around the world, connect, whether it's, you know, someone just hit me up and like, hey, come over to my building, have a cup of coffee. And uh, we came up to Sky Lounge. I met this guy. He's, he's in crypto. And he's I like what you're doing. I've been following you for years. I like to meet you. I'm like, come on over. All right. So he was a, he's actually looking at a building here to move in. And he put me in some group chats and more networking. And then this group chat led me to, you know, find this one coin that literally just 10x to me half a million dollars maybe one friend a million dollars in the last two weeks wow like so you have that connection of just random guy coming over yeah. let me into the networking group let me into this one coin pick which made my friend a million dollars and myself i have wow in the last two weeks that's an amazing example right there yeah. so it's networking. You never knew who you could be uh, that can make you a million dollars. Just like that. Just like and, that. And you've created this, you know, this following for yourself. So, like, with DMs and stuff like that, how are you getting, like, thousands a day? Yeah, How's got, that work? I got two people. One's part-time. One is full-time that answers the DMs. Okay. So, they're, and then the, when they think it's important, then they yeah, go to they, the boss? Yeah, they mark a flag if I need to answer it. And then you can tell yeah. from what's up going on over there. Because 90, 90% of those people, hey, Hello. Hi, I'm like, I like, I don't even know how to respond anymore. Like, do we delete it? Do we say hi back? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, it's one word. It's, it's, yeah. That's uh, great. Or it's just spam. Of course. Half of it is just spam. People tagging me and stuff. So we got to filter through all these messages to get to the good ones. Yeah. No, I love it. It's, uh, it's, it's so cool. This whole, this whole world of, of social media, because I'm, I'm stepping into it now. And actually, I, I feel like because I came up with the word millionaire voices about six years ago, I feel like you you were the one who inspired me to Thank create you. that name. And I just didn't know when I would use it. And when, when life, you know, tells you you're ready, pretty much, I was like, I'm going to take that name I had and I'm going to create a show and just interview How other millionaires. This is my 13th, but off air, probably yes. a little bit more. Cool, very cool. And they're all online? All online and very, very um, established people that I, I respect it. and uh so once once again I, I thank you for coming and maybe i'll speed up a little bit because i want to also understand like how you view life because i figure people need to learn from someone like you with like your take on like yeah. why, why you're doing everything you're doing i mean it all starts with belief mm -hmm. like everybody thinks mindset is like a cliche it's all it's all about your mindset well it really is like Tell people like it's really easy to make money. The hardest part is believing in yourself that you can actually make money. A lot of people they live in the present and they live in the past. Living in the present is good, but you also have to live in the future. You have to constantly see yourself in the future. You have to constantly visualize yourself as a millionaire. Visualize yourself having the house on Star Island, having the, the yacht that's going to be parked right there. Like I want that. I visualize it, and I know I will have it. I don't know how I'm going to get it, but if I believe enough in myself and if I put in the, the daily work, like which I'm doing, I will have whatever I want, whatever I visualize. So we tell people, like, go, go to go drive by the houses that you want to live in. Go sit in the cars that you want to drive. You know, you, you're, you're, you're impacted by your five senses. So if you're not around, you're putting yourself in the right environments, 
constantly in environments that are bringing you down. Uh, you're trying to blame victim of your circumstances. Oh, I grew up from here. I don't have what it takes. No, go out there and visualize and, you know, you sit in the car, start the car, smell it, taste it. I don't care if you have to lick it, but like visualize yourself. And, you know, this is what gets you in the mindset of I, I can, I can have, and I can achieve whatever I want because if the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve straight out of the book of Think and Grow Rich. So powerful. So the number one book, guys, Think and Grow Rich. You have to read it not once, not twice, not three times, but 14 times. I think Napoleon Hill has read it, uh, not Napoleon Hill, he's the author of the book, but Bob Proctor is uh, one of the mentees of Napoleon Hill and he's read the book a thousand times. Bob Proctor is the number one uh, guy on personal development. He's one of our mentors and he said repetition is the key to success and visualization. And that's where you get manifestation from. Just manifesting things all starts from believing. So belief, belief times belief plus the skills times faith equals success. Oh, I love that. I love that. Aligns it how I, I, um, attacking everything and it's so true i mean you pretty much talked about that word that gets thrown around lightly these days a mix of visualization and manifestation and you could test you're a testament to that you know you said you visualize things i had, I had the cars in my bedroom oh yeah on my wall painted like now look at the picture i had yeah. all these pictures of cars i'm like one day i'm gonna have these cars i have the lamborghini countach and all the ferraris <laughs> you know what i've got two lamborghinis so far now we're just working on the Bugatti. Let's get it. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. And, you know, it also leads me to the thought of like, you know, that word balance, right? People talk about like different arenas of your life. How do you, as you know, such a successful person, manage the other arenas beyond your, let's say, personal finance or career? You're talking about like personal life? Yeah, personal, uh, social, um, <clears throat> I don't know, family. So you, you do have to take time out for yourself. You got to take time out to celebrate your wins, celebrate all your wins. And that doesn't mean going to pop bottles at the club. It just means acknowledging the small wins because when you acknowledge whatever you celebrate, you accelerate. And we celebrate the different ranks. We celebrate accomplishments. People live and die for recognition. And one thing we do is recognize other people. We need to learn learn how to edify other people and bring them up because you want to go fast to go alone if you want to go far go with others Those are, i call them gold nuggets yeah so you, you can make a lot of money and try to do it all yourself and be selfish and be the ceo and say i'm self-made no not, i'm not self-made i'm team-made I'm, I'm not here without my team whether it's treadstone the traditional business side or whether it's my team the network marketing side because i do it all mm-hmm. so um yeah balance you know celebrate balance the personal life you do have to take time out for wifey the kids time for the kids and uh, you know with the wife we, we try to do date night twice twice a month at least oh nice and then one getaway per month so it's just us <laughs> got to keep the spark alive as work gets in the way the kids get away we come back from our little we just came back from vegas we we're there for vegas me and her great time i think all we did was order room service watch movies and do you know what? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, you're living life. Enjoy. And then we come back and we get into an argument about the kids. Like, uh, back to the, the life. So 
because we had that time to ourselves, we can get over arguments. We built up our what we call our, our relationship emotional piggy bank. Like, mm-hmm. So we were taught by one of our mentors, Jay Ferraro, that you have a, a relationship piggy bank and you fill it up by doing good deeds to each other. Like something nice, a compliment, doing something nice, getting food, getting a drink, going on a little date. So you build that up. So when you do have an argument, you know, it offsets it. You remember, you remember the time you just had right here. But if, if there's not a lot of this of bids, high bids in the bank account, then when you have an argument, it just can get bigger and bigger. So, you know, actually, I was thinking about that when it popped in my head. It's like kind of knowing people's love languages, too, right? Oh, yeah. Knowing, yeah. knowing how to what works, what's going to make so you what feel are, what right. What are the five love languages? It's, it's affirmations, affirmations. Uh, physical touch. Touch. And acts of service, service, gifts, gifts, and quality time. Quality time. Yep. So my wife is all the above. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's got to watch this and say, you know, <laughs> no, she thank does you. have she does have a particular two. Um, whatever. <laughs> okay. Hers are uh, acts of service and. Gifts. She loves gifts. She loves me cooking her food, bringing her food in 3 a.m. <laughs> mine are, mine are uh, words of affirmation and quality time. I love it. So, yeah, we got to be too usually. And you mentioned something earlier I want to bring back is about like when you're talking to them, you know, like mentoring people. Are, so, you're mentoring people also? Yeah. So, my goal and my mission right now is to have the number one. Uh, mentorship community in the world. Mission is to impact, enrich, and educate the lives of millions of people around the world. And we do that through the the, the academies. But what we do is with those four or five academies that we have now inside of IM is we tie in the personal development to it. Uh, We make sure we have personal development every single day. One hour, we we make everybody strive for personal development. Whether it's in the morning, one 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 of our morning huddles, you're reading a book, you're listening to a podcast, and then we tie in sales and marketing. You want to learn sales and marketing? We have that. You want to learn social media? We got that. We're one of the four academies. So, and do you get to speak to these uh, mentees directly? Or um, get online yeah. and you speak to yeah. them? Yeah, so we have weekly calls. Every single daily calls. More like we have daily calls. But me getting on, it's usually once a week to a group coaching. But these all these people that have my direct contact information. Oh, that's awesome. And we're constantly, like, I'm... I'm on my phone being blown up all the time with messages. Oh, sure. I'm sure. And I, once again, I appreciate your time today. Is, um, which also, so I said, mentee, do you have mentors? I feel like people throw that word around. Yeah. So one thing I could get, another tip for you guys is like, make sure you're following the right people on Instagram. Make sure you're following people that inspire you, motivate you, uh, and, and give you tips and give you education. You're following the, the funny comedy hood rat pages and too many of the pages that you're just sitting there laughing at your phone and the meme pages and, the, and like you gotta you gotta start following people that are gonna add value to your life instead of take up your time scrolling uh so another tip for if you're, like if you're putting out content putting out content on social media people don't care about your pictures of your food people don't care about you know what you're doing where you're going unless you're giving them value so mm. people care about the recipe to the food people care 
don't care about your perfectly chiseled abs or your, your, your perfect body in the bikini. They care wow. about your diet plan. They care about what is your morning routine. So giving that value aside from your lifestyle is crucial when, when posting on social. So social media isn't what it is anymore because yeah. that's what we used to do. Just the flashy pictures. Who has the flashiest picture? That's back in the day. Now who has the most value is today's Instagram. Oh, no, that, that's amazing advice. And, and also like, so with you, do you get like, a, you said a coach that you worked with with your wife on relation, or relationship uh, knowledge. So you have coaches in business oh, yeah, and other stuff? Uh, so yeah, I forgot the question. Yeah, I do have mentors, uh, but my mentors are also the people I follow. That's where I was getting at. Yeah, I follow a lot of people online that mentor me, that inspire me, like Brad Lee. Like the guy is a freaking—he's a beast. His content is beast. Like he has—he he should have five million followers right now. I've told Brad. I've talked to Brad on the phone. I'm like Brad. Like, why are you not paying to distribute your content? You need to pay me to post your content even though i do post content every now and then for free i'm like you need to start paying and i can help you out i can get you to many followers real quick you got the best content on instagram bar none i believe and you know, he's just a funny dude people think he's an asshole but drop bradley drop a bomb drop a bomb <laughs> it's funny there's like a bradley meme page of crack up. is it yeah <laughs> you know i was thinking about maybe some creativity on this show was thinking like I would love to have like a resource center to go to. to like you said, I, I, it's hard to sift through the BS on the social, all the facades everything. and stuff like that. Like just someone to know, hey, I want to follow a millionaire mentor. Like he's top guy you got to follow because it's great content, realness, da 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 da. But it would nice to. I'm sure they have, have some a list. Like, like the top list that you need, not paid for list, which most people don't understand. Like just to craft, like hey, top ten Instagram accounts yeah, to follow and blogs. We could, you know, that's a good idea. It's a good idea for a blog. Yeah. I mean, I've been featured in the top 10. Oh, yeah. I've been featured on Forbes for top 10 Instagram yeah. accounts to follow. I think it was number two behind Grant or Ty Lopez or something. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So have you interacted with those figures like at that level? I've spoken with Grant on stage, not partner, like direct, but like on a stage at the same conference before, way back four years ago, I think. Uh, so I met him a few times. I actually met him in the building here. I think he's looking at a place here. <laughs> I was at the gym. I said, oh, what's up, Grant? How you doing? You moving in? <laughs> he was. Um, Ty Lopez. I've worked with Ty Lopez as an affiliate once. Uh, I've seen him here and there, hung out, said what's up. Uh, but yeah. So, any other notable celebrities that you want to just uh, mention that you've um, worked no, so with? So those are like mentors of mine: yeah. Grant Cardone, Ty Lopez, Bradley. Who else? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just slipped my tongue. Oh, good. All good. So, you know, once again, I love learning from you. I'm going to keep asking you different questions. And on the personal level, still, like routines. We talked mm-hmm. about a little oh, bit about routine, that. Yeah. What are your routines that you do to stay right? I think the number one thing that I do to stay right is... Or on point. Yeah, on point is this. But more particularly, my Google Calendar. Do you use Google Calendar? I do. Okay. Do you have your calendar blocked off with everything that's going on? I'm, tr- I'm, yes, but I'm. I want to color code it like I'm looking at your phone yeah. a little bit better. So yeah, you can actually color code it by, um, right here. You, uh, so I have potential calls, on my reminders, tasks, and events. I have the go live trading sessions. You got birthdays. So you just go to settings. You can add a different uh, type of color, and that's how you can mark. And I can add, I can import a calendar from my business so i have my business treadstone calendar and that's blue treadstone's blue 
anything big there to do with Treadstone is blue here. I have my Empowering Leaders, which is the team LFG, that is yellow. And then my personal is all green. So you can oh, import, import different calendars. So you know when you're looking at all the yellows, this business, all the greens, that business, all the blues, that business. So you're moving based on what your phone's saying. Yeah, so I wake up, I look at my calendar. I go to sleep, I look at my calendar. I look at my calendar multiple times during the day. Um, and that that's what really keeps me on point. I love that. And I guess more of like for the physical and, and, and the mental health aspect of staying on point, are you you know, having to work out X amount a week? Are you eating a certain way? Are you doing meditation and that other stuff, that breath work that people mention? I do it all, but it's not, I'm not disciplined enough to do it on a okay. basis. Like I'll, I'll do the meditation every now and then, but I'm not like every morning, wake up, I got to meditate, I got a journal, I got to make my bed, I got to do this, all this morning routine, step by step by step. Mm-hmm. If I don't do it, I'm going to have a shitty day. No. Like if I have five or six things in my morning team, if I nail two or three of them, I'm good. Mm. I you don't like always that. have to meditate. You don't always have to journal. You don't always have to do personal development. But if you just nail down a couple of them out of your list of what you should be doing in the morning, you nailed it. You don't have to be crazy strict. Although, the, you know, I was at one point. Like I've tried it. I did the crazy strict 5 a.m. club. I've done it a couple of times. And then the 6 a.m. club. But you know, like, you know what? I'm just going to wake up when I feel like it. <laughs> I like that, though, because most, I've asked people that question. They want to give me that cookie cutter answer, not to put them down anyway. I think that they all gave giving great value. But I like the realness that you say. Hey, listen, I don't think you, no, no one's going to stick to the damn schedule every single morning. I mean, there's uh, my friend Giano. He's like, I got to get my workout in at 5 a.m. I got to do my meditation. and my I'm like, wow, I'm proud of you. I taught you well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving towards that level. I, for me, I'm keeping very disciplined my routines. But like you said, the time is that I have to do it. Yeah, it's not every single day. Like sometimes you just want to sleep in. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be lazy. You know, it's, it's life. It's all good. <laughs> but if you're not making, uh, you know, if you have $10,000 saved up in your bank account, you better stick to a morning routine. You Ooh. better stick to the schedule. If you don't have $10,000 saved up in your bank account right now and you're watching this, you have no reason not to stick to a morning routine and your your calendar but you guys heard it first from millionaire mentor himself (laughs) uh so actually it leads me to this question is like people get defeated in life pretty easily we talked about this the the circle earlier that you explained how people have that you know light bulb and all of a sudden they get defeated Mm -hmm. there's many things in life what would you say how you and you're such a positive person i see it and this is why you're where you are is how do you brush things off and like not get down good on yourself? Question, yeah, uh, very, very good question because it all comes back to mindset. Mm-hmm. You have to. I what I say is I don't give a fuck attitude. I don't care attitude. Even though like there's going to be a lot of shit that happens to you, it's how you react to it is ninety percent of how you're going to feel. So you can either react a certain way because you choose how you feel. If you get cut off. On the freeway, you can choose to get mad or you can just say, you know what? I got cut off because it was my fault. I was late to work. I did this. Take responsibility. Like leaders take responsibility even if it's not their fault. People, like if something happens in your business and your employee fucks up, it's not your employee's fault. It's your fault for not training him right. You need to take the blame for it and then you need to learn how to get better. So I always always look for the silver, what's called the silver lining in anything. Mm -hmm. And that's what positives can you take out of this situation? Instead of getting mad, punching, and I, and I do that sometimes. My wife hates it. 
and I'm learning, like getting mad. Okay, I choose to not let this emotion bother me and suppress the emotion and flip the script. How, what did I learn from this and how can I get better? So that's how you stay positive because you're, you're, how you feel is uh, happiness is a choice. And my wife is always fucking happy. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Hey, happy wife, happy life. A <laughs> yeah, couple last questions for you is that 33% rule. You know, 33% they say you should mentor. I think it was Ty Lopez said it. Maybe other people said it. 33% you should be on your level and 33% you should be learning from. So your circles, are you... How do you move with, like, your friend's circle? Is that they all millionaires, too? Or how... Or do you, you don't just yeah. value people, their bank account? How do you view your 33% of your people on your level? They say if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So trying to get around people that are smarter than you, that make more money than you, is the goal. Because they're going to rub off on you. Their success is going to rub off. Wow, oh, wow, you can do it, I can do it. How do you do that? Let me, let me just get a taste of, like, let me ask you a couple questions. Mm-hmm. You know, let me get a piece of what you do. You know, the, the owner of the company you're with is a billion-dollar man. I'm going to get a little piece of that. But just by being in, around his circle, just by knowing him and being in the same room as him. And are your conversations, like, I guess, completely different than you think the basic conversation of, hey, uh, how, that football player was great or a great touchdown they had, like, yeah, you got to get around five people that are talking about the next move, the next business goal, the next business idea, the next million you're going to make. Or if you're surrounding yourself with the guys from your school that just want to watch football, want to go to the bar, want to chase girls, club, 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 girls, car. And I still got those friends that still do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't hang around them as much. Once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the love and the passion. Yeah. I, go, I went up to Cleveland. It's crazy. I went to see my friends back in Cleveland. Yeah. And I took them out to like a day club. And I put a bottle on the table. It was like 500 bucks. So like, oh my gosh. Stone. This is the best day I've ever had. I've never been in a bottle. I never had a bottle on my table before. Oh my God. This is crazy. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, like, I'm like, this is like normal for us. <laughs> so it's nice to, you know, to go back and visit them and see them. Make them smile. Is your family back in Ohio yeah, still? They're still in Ohio. <clears throat> That's nice. And you know, yeah, it's like humble beginnings. You, you come back, it's like the hometown hero. <laughs> well, so I guess to wrap up on the routines, are you reading? Are you listening to podcasts? Are you how are you soaking in some extra yeah, knowledge? One hour a day. Oh yeah? Uh, and I don't do it every day, but I strive to do it every day. I'm conscious aware of it of every day. Whether I'm reading a blog, listening to a podcast, uh, doing the personal development, uh, getting on one of our what we call morning huddles where they play Bob Proctor, and you know I just strive to get in a half hour to an hour of personal development every day. I love that, and I'm definitely on that route myself. So, what's the vision? Where are we going? Where, where are we going to see Jason Stone, millionaire mentor, in the next decade? How? Where are you going? next decade hmm. oh man I mean I know the income is just going to keep growing 100%. because I believe it I know that I'm not capped you know I kind of always think to myself man this, this year I'm capped I get treadstone in a month oh, I'm going to make the same as I made last month but no if you just believe that you're going to make a little bit more you're going to grow 
you're going to make new people, new networks, and you're going to turn a million dollars a year to two million a year, to four million to ten million, and eventually it's just going to grow because it has to to keep doing what you're doing. So you know, I want to make a million dollars a month in this company. I know it's attainable. I know it can happen. One to two million dollars a month, and then the company's talking. I mean, the, the the CEO got on one of our calls. He's like, you know, we're playing small here, guys. You know, I got people making a million dollars a month. I'm trying to get them ten million. I'm trying to make people billionaires. That's his vision. I'm like, I'm with it. Let's do it. <laughs> go, let's go. I love that. And with the with, with, talking about the financial goals that, that you have, they're astronomical, and I know you're going to retain them. Is what are you doing with all the money? Where's it going? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I, you just put it in the back cheap. pockets. I, put it, I am cheap. I don't like to spend money on a lot of shit. <laughs> My wife spends all the money she makes. She's like, it's just going to come back to me. And before she was making money, she's actually making like. Pretty good money, fifty thousand dollars a month oh, wow. in Monet, uh-huh. the, uh, the, the hair care company, the network marketing company she's with. She blew up in like a year, and before that, she's like, "I'm going to be rich." I'm like, "How?" I, I'm always pushing little business opportunities on her. Let's start this business. Let's sell some crystal bottles on Shopify. You know, you're in the Ricky Haley. Let's let's start a, a little healing website. And I spent money on all this stuff to do the business. She just wasn't. Mm. Wasn't passionate about it. Tried to do something else. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm still going to be rich, as she said. I'm like, how? Let's do something. Let's start. And this business opportunity just fell in her lap. And I'm like, all right, this is it. Do it. Mm-hmm. I pushed her into doing it. She's like, yes. You know, she's got beautiful hair, hair care, skin care, beauty. It's perfect. So she's just, we. She won a free. She's won. She's won seven free trips and a trip to Tokyo for the Olympics. So we're going to the Olympics. Going Olympics for her company because of in Japan. That's pretty badass. They all pay for probably a private jet <laughs> to the Japan. Bro. Uh, you're like you're so living a dream. She manifested it. Like she yeah. manifested that. Uh, she was, you know, she manifested me. She's like, she's funny. Awesome. She always tells people when she was younger, "I'm going to meet a rich Ringo from the United States, and I'm going to marry him." That's like the story she tells everybody. And here he is. And she, she manifested her richness. She manifested me. So that just goes to show what you believe in. If you keep telling yourself what you want, what you're going to have, you will get it. Oh, that's, a, that's great, great, great wisdom. So I guess my last couple of questions, I love money talk, is in investments. Like, what do you think about cryptocurrency and the stock market and real estate? That's a good question. Good topic. Good topic. So. I love talking about this. Um, so cryptocurrency is a blockchain is different than cryptocurrency. Blockchain is a technology. Blockchain is what businesses are now being built on. Let's just take, for example, Amazon Web Servers, Dropbox and Google Drive. People host their stuff on in the cloud, but it's hosted in a centralized location. That whole building could be a bunch of computers. It's hosted. Your information is hosted in a building. Now, what if that building blows up? What if these servers blow up? Your information is gone. It's not in the cloud. It's really not. It's in a building next door. <laughs> it's just decentralization in what blockchain does mm-hmm. is it decentralizes one million supercomputers in that location to a million, super, million smaller computers around the world connected by the internet. So you'll never lose your information because it's stored in little pieces on your computer, on my computer, on this hub, you know, if this uh, smaller decentralized location. So 
that's what they call immutable. You can never get rid of my information. I could blow up Amazon Web Server right now and you'll lose it all. <laughs> but with decentralization, you will not. And what if one of those, in that analogy or that example, one of those small computers, something happens to that? It doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. Because it'll pick up in a different yeah, way. because it's just connected by millions and millions of computers. Wow. Uh, and your data is stored across the blockchain on different computers. So you would so say that, you're a huge believer in, in the cryptocurrency. In blockchain. So cryptocurrency is the token behind blockchain. So now we have the ability to invest into a token of that company, which represents equity of the company. And this is why the, the United States doesn't like it because we're actually investing into securities. So a token is like a security. And that's, that's the big argument right now. Is the token a security or is it a utility? Mm. Well, it's both. You're investing into a stock of, let's just say it's, the company is called Storage, S-T-O-R-J. Just got listed on Coinbase. I bought a bunch of it. There's another one. So I invested into stocks in that company. And as that company grows and gets bigger, they host more people. More people pay them to host as it grows, my token value goes up, just like a stock in a company goes up. Mm -hmm. So that's the technology side. Then you got the whole other side, like like, uh, like Litecoin and XRP, which is more of a, uh, a security where it's, it represents money. You want to, XRP is just transferring money from one location to another. It makes it cheaper, it makes it faster and cheaper than the traditional banking system. And you, need to, you don't need to go through a bank. So the, the, the whole the whole world is changing. Everything's moving towards it. So another example is Forex, foreign exchange. You got the paper dollar, the money. You go to Canada, you got to exchange it. Yeah. That right now that's built on a bunch of uh, computers at a bank where the bank teller can go in and change your bank account at any time. The government can go in and change your bank account numbers or even take your money. Well, the foreign exchange, the, these coins will be built uh, on the blockchain. So we'll take the foreign exchange, convert it over to the blockchain, and it's that and then no one can ever take your money. You own your money, no one can ever take it. Like if you have a, a key, you're like the bank now. Yeah. It's a lot it's a lot to, it's a lot to take in. No, it's a lot to process, but this is where our our world's going, no matter what. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. I mean there's like a, a there's a project that just like I was selling a friend, my made my friend a million dollars is uh called Superbid. Still good to buy. A little plug for you guys. Super bid. Uh, it's a token that represents uh, an influencer marketing platform where influencers can go on and auction off a date with them, auction off one of their piece of wardrobes, auction off a Zoom call. They can auction off tick backstage tickets, Ariana Grande backstage ticket passes, whatever an influencer wants to put on the platform. They can auction off an NFT, whatever. And this platform, as it grows, it's very new. The app isn't even out yet. I'm investing in this company, this token, to hopefully it goes up. As the company gets bigger, the company raises, uh, you know, it's raising money through the token offering. And, you know, I'm speculating that this token is going to go to $100. And and you got in way before. At a dollar. At that. It's at $7, $8 now. I know a lot of people getting involved with this stuff and it's... Uh creating them a lot of wealth so uh, i know that's your future and you're gonna keep on going it's, it's really been like I, I i could talk to you for hours and i want to keep on learning from you i feel like maybe this is a start to a new friendship where you know i feel some things i like to add value and 
leads me to just the remaining question is you wake up every day, you know, you have your faith, you're going towards your why, your purpose. Do you have that defined? The purpose? Why? Your why? Here? Yeah. Well, that's one thing we teach people in this business is to always talk about your why. Like what? Yeah, you want money, but why? What are you going to do with the money? What is the money for? Without your why, money is meaningless. So you got to go deep. You got to go like, why do you want the money? Okay, so I want to go on vacations. Why do you want to go on vacations? So uh, I want to visit, travel the world. Well, why do you want to travel the world? Well, I want to show my kids what it was like to travel the world because I wasn't able to travel the world. You know, then, then we're getting deeper. Mm, so you, you pretty much break it down for yourself. So yeah. you have that defined in your life. Yeah. Why you're going to go and attack what you're going to do. So you know, I want to I want to be able to put my parents on a, a beach somewhere, a beach house. I want to be able to drop down a million dollars, like a drop in the bucket. Say, hey, parents, this is your new beach house. Or even two, three million, drop in the bucket. Here's your new beach house. And those extra and whys. And houses all around the world. That extra whys gets you up in the morning with a smile on your face yeah. to go and attack that. And, and when you get there, you're probably going to have something else that you're going to keep on driving towards too. But I know, I know you're going that direction. So I guess to wrap up, do you have anything that you want to say to that young kid or that young girl that that really wants to reach the success that you've created and are, are going to yeah i mean at the end of the day guys you're going to go through trials and tribulations you're going to have the ups and the downs it's what you do when you're down that determines your success and where you're going to go so you got to have grit you got to have determination you got to keep striving for greatness and you can only do all that you can only get up fall down seven times stand out eight if you believe in what you're doing. if you believe in the future life you're going to have if you believe what you're going to have is attainable in the future you can have anything you want in life and that's you have well you guys heard it first from jason stone millionaire mentor go follow him check out all his links i'm telling you guys that i followed him for the past six years i'm just blessed to be in this position to speak with him but i hope you guys learned something and tune on in and subscribe thank you so much thank guys you. Thank you again.